Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. So hi guys, we are recording coming to you from a special place. Where are we right now? We're on a boat. We're on a boat. We're on a ferry boat with our car. Yeah. Yeah, we are going across the Delaware Bay from Cape May, New Jersey to Lewis, Delaware. Pretty cool. What do you think so far? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. They said we could see dolphins and whales maybe, but so far we haven't. I've seen a lot of seagulls and one fish. Wait, did we really see a fish? Daddy said he saw a fish and I only saw like the tail end of it. Me too. And I saw it was orange. It was orange? We're getting close to Delaware now. I can start to see the coastline. Yeah, All right, guys. Right over there. See uh, those rocks? Uh, uh. All right, guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hello, guys. It's Corey and Conchetta from Sleepyhead Stories, and we are recording on the beach. We are on a mini vacation and we thought it'd be cool to record from the beach. And today we are going to be reading The Tale of Johnny Town Mouse. It's book number 13 in the Peter Rabbit series by Beatrix Potter. And you might hear some waves and some wind and seagulls and things like that. But we thought it was an interesting place to read this book. So, Conchetta, you want to say hi? Hi! <laughs> she says hello. We read this book last night at bedtime. Um, I'm reading it again. I'm recording on the beach, so she might be in and out. You're cold? Oh, go wrap yourself in the towel. I'm cold. Oh, God, she's eating a pickle. All right, guys, so let me get started here with the tale of Tommy Townmouse. Inside, the dedication says, To Aesop in the Shadows. Johnny Townmouse was born in a cupboard. Timmy Willie was born in a garden. Timmy Willie was a little country mouse who went to town by mistake in a hamper. The gardener sent vegetables to town once a week by carrier. He packed them in a big hamper. The gardener left the hamper by the garden gate so that the carrier could pick it up when he passed by. Timmy Willie crept in through a hole in the wickerwork and after eating some peas, Timmy Willie fell fast asleep. He awoke in a fright while the hamper was being lifted into the carrier's cart. Then there was a jolting and a clattering of horses' feet. Other packages were thrown in for miles and miles, jolt, 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 and Timmy Willie trembled amongst the jumbled up vegetables. At last the cart stopped at a house where the hamper was taken out, carried in, and set down. The cook gave the carrier sixpence. The back door banged and the cart rumbled away. 
but there was no quiet. There seemed to be hundreds of carts passing. Dogs barked, boys whistled in the street, the cook laughed, the parlor maid ran up and down the stairs, and a canary sang like a steam engine. Timmy Willie, who had lived all his life in a garden, was almost frightened to death. Presently, the cook opened the hamper, the hamper and began to unpack the vegetables. Out sprang the terrified Timmy Willie. Up jumped the cook on a chair and exclaimed, A mouse, a mouse, call the cat. Fetch me the poker, Sarah. Timmy Willie did not wait for Sarah with the poker. He rushed along the side of the wall till he came to a little hole and he popped in it. He dropped a half a foot down and crashed into the middle of a mouse, into the middle of mice having a dinner party. He broke three glasses. Who in the world is this? inquired Johnny Town Mouse. But after the first exclamation of surprise, he instantly recovered his manners. With the utmost politeness, he introduced Timmy Willie to nine other mice, all with long tails and white neckties. Timmy Willie's own tail was insignificant. Johnny Townmouse and his friends noticed it, but they were too well-bred to make personal remarks. Only one of them asked Timmy Willie if he had ever been in a trap. So Timmy Willie, you know, gets into this hamper and he gets into this city and he's not a city mouse and he's scared by all the loud noises and all the commotion and he's in this house and he runs and finds a hole in the wall, jumps in it, falls down into the middle of a dinner party that a bunch of city mice are having and it's just a totally different world that he's ever been used to. The dinner was eight courses. Not much of anything, but it was truly elegant. All the dishes were unknown to Timmy Willie, who would have been a little afraid of tasting them, only he was very hungry and very anxious to behave with company manners. The continual noise upstairs made him so nervous that he dropped a plate. Oh, never mind, they don't belong to us, said Johnny Town Mouse. Why don't those youngsters come back with the dessert, said Johnny. It should be explained that the two young mice who were waiting on the other mice were went skirmishing upstairs to the kitchen between the courses. Several times they had come tumbling in, squeaking and laughing, and Tim, Timmy Willie learned with horror that they were being chased by the cat in the house. His appetite failed and he fell faint. Try some jelly, said Johnny Town Mouse. No, um, maybe you would rather go to bed. I'll show you the most comfortable sofa pillow. The sofa pillow had a hole in it, and Johnny Town Mouse quite honestly recommended it as the best bed, kept exclusively for visitors. But the sofa smelled of the cat. Timmy Willie preferred to spend a miserable night under the wall, under the bed. It was the same the next day. An excellent breakfast was provided for mice accustomed to eating bacon, but Timmy Willie had been reared on roots and salad. Johnny Town Mouse and his friends racketed under the floors and came boldly out all over the house in the evening. One particularly loud crash had been caused by Sarah tumbling downstairs with a tea tray 
There were some crumbs and sugar and smears of jam to be collected in spite of the cat. Timmy Willie longed to be at home in his peaceful nest in a sunny bank. The food disagreed with him here. The noise prevented him from sleeping. In a few days, he grew so thin that Johnny Town Mouse noticed it and questioned him. He listened to Timmy Willie's story and inquired about the garden. It sounds rather a dull place. What do you do when it rains? Well, when it rains, I sit in my little sandy burrow and shell corn and seeds from my autumn store. I peep out all the thrustles and blackbirds on the lawn. I watch my friend Cock Robin. And when the sun comes out again, you should see my garden and the flowers, roses and pinks and pansies. No noise except the birds and bees and the lambs in the meadow. Ah, there goes that cat again, explained Johnny Town Mouse. When they had taken refuge in the coal cellar, he resumed the conversation. I confess I'm a little disappointed. We have endeavored to entertain you, Timothy William. Oh, yes, yes, you have been most kind, but I do feel so ill, said Timmy Willie. It may be that your teeth and digestion are unaccustomed to our food. Perhaps it might be wiser for you to return to the hamper. Oh, oh, cried Timmy Willie. Why, of course, for the matter, that for that matter, why couldn't I have done this a week ago? Did you not know that the hamper goes out every Saturday? So Timmy Willie is telling Johnny Town Mouse how much he misses his home and the garden and all the beautiful things and how it was quiet. And Johnny Town Mouse doesn't really understand because he's a city mouse. So he's like, okay, whatever. Um, you know, you know, you can just get back in the hamper and go right back to the garden. And so Timmy Willie's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this. So Timmy Willie said goodbye to his new friends and hid in the hamper with a crumb of cake and a withered cabbage leaf. And after jolting and more jolting, he was set down safely in his own garden. Sometimes on Saturdays, he went to look at the hamper lying by the gate, but he knew better than that to get in it again. And nobody got out through Johnny Town Mouse, had half a promise to visit. The winter passed, the sun came out again. Timmy Willie sat by his burrow, warming his little fur coat and sniffling the smell of violets and spring grass. He had nearly forgotten his visit to town when up the sandy path, all spick and span, was a brown leather bag, and Ta Johnny Town Mouse came. Timmy Willie received him with open arms. You have come at the best time of year. We will have herb pudding and sit in the sun. Mmm, it is a little damp, said Johnny Town Mouse, who was carrying his tail under his arm out of the mud. What is that fearful noise? He said violently, started violently. Oh, that, said Timmy Willie. That is only a cow. I will beg for a little milk. They are quite harmless, unless they happen to lie down upon you. How are all our friends? Johnny's account was rather middling. He explained why he was paying his visit so early in the season. The family had gone to the seaside for Easter. The cook was doing spring cleaning on board wages with particular instructions to clear out the mice. There were four kittens and the cat had killed the canary. 
Woof, they say we did it, but I know better, said Johnny Town Mouse. Whatever it is, that fearful racket, though. Oh, that? That's only the lawnmower. I will fetch some of the grass clippings presently to make your bed. I'm sure you had better settle in to the country, Johnny. Hmm, uh, we shall see. By Tuesday next week, the hamper is stopped while they're at, sea at the seaside. I'm sure you will never want to live in the town again, said Timmy Willie. So Johnny Town Mouse has come visited Timmy Willie in the garden. Timmy and Johnny Town Mouse is surely not 100% sure that it's where he wants to be. And Timmy Willie says, oh, you'll see. You're going to never want to leave. But he eventually did. He went back in the very next hamper of vegetables. He said it was too quiet in the garden. One place suits one person. Another place suits another person. For my part, I prefer to live in the country, just like Timmy Willie. And that is the end, guys, of the tale of Johnny Town Mouse. It also is a tale of Timmy Willie, too. And let us know if you guys are country mice or city mice. Right now, we are beach mice. <laughs> we love the beach, and we've been on it as much as possible. Conchetta, do you want to say goodbye? I know you're busy playing. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we will see you next week with book number 14. Have a great night. listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. And if you're new here, welcome. We release a new episode each week, so be sure to stay tuned. If you'd like to hear more from us, please go on our website, sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. We have photos on there, merchandise, there are links to our Instagram and Facebook pages. You can even send us a message. And speaking of messages, there our favorite thing about doing this podcast is to hear from you guys. You can even find a link in the show notes and you can send us a voice message that we can publish on a future episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Guys, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We love doing Sleepyhead Stories and we love sharing books with all of you. Have a great day or a great night and we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.